Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam Narayanam Namaskriptyam Narantaiva Narotaman Devin Sarasatim Vyahasam Tatoyayan Udhirajet Nasta Prayesu Vadresu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Utamai Sloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naisikim Hare Krishna reading Srimad Bhavatam Canto 5 Chapter 19 The, I- the Island of Jambudweep Text number 5 Today's Kutom nyatatya dharamataswa atmana Sita kritani vyasanam nishvarasya Martya vataras tuiha martya shikshanam Rakso vadani vana kevalam vivo. Rakso vadani vana kevalambivo. Martya Vataras, tu hija Martya y Shikshanan. Raksho Vadaiva Nakevalan Vivo. Kutonia Tasya de Ramataswa Admana. Sita Kritani Vyasanani Shvarasya Martya as a human being Avatara whose incarnation to however Eha in the material world Martya Shikshanan <clears throat> for 
for teaching all the living entities, <coughs> especially human beings. Rakshavadaya, to kill the demon Ravana. Eva, certainly. Na, not. Kevalam, only. Vivo, of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Kota, from where? Anjata, otherwise. Siat, there will be. Ramata, of one enjoying. Sui, in himself. Admana, the spiritual identity of the universe. Sita, of the wife of Lord Ramachandra. Kritani, appearing due to the separation. Vyasanani, all the miseries. Ishvarasya, of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada. Yashila Prabhupada. <coughs> it was ordained that Ravana, chief of the Rakshasas, could not be killed by anyone but a man. And for this reason, Lord Ramachandra, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, appeared in the form of human being. Lord Ramachandra's mission, however, was not only to kill Ravana, but also to teach mortal beings of material happiness centered around sex life or centered around one's wife in is the cause of many miseries. He is self-sufficient Supreme Personality of Godhead, and nothing is lamentable for him. Therefore, why else could he be subjected to tribulations by the kidnapping of Mother Sita? Purpose. When Lord appears in this universe in the form of a human being, he has two purposes. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 4.9, Paritranaya Sadunan Vinasaya Chaduskritam, to destroy the demons and to protect the devotees. To protect the devotees, the Lord not only satisfies them by his personal presence, but also teach them so that they will not fall down from the devotional service. <clears throat> this is a very important point. The, the Lord not just only satisfied them, but with his personal presence, but also teach them so that they will not fall down from devotional service. By his personal example, Lord Ramachandra taught the devotees that it is better not to enter married life which is certain, certainly followed by many tribulations, as confirmed in Srimad Bhavatan 7.9.45. Yamai tunadi grihamedis 
Yang mai tu nadi griha medi su kanji tu cham kandu yanena kajor iva duka dukam tripiantineja kripanava hudukam vajan kandu tivang manasi yam visajeta dira kripanas those who are not advanced in spiritual knowledge and who are therefore just to just the opposite of brahmanas generally take the fam take to family life which is a concession for sex thus they enjoy sex again and again although that sex is followed by many tribulations this is a warning to devotees to teach this lesson to devotees and to human society in general Lord Ramachandra, although the Supreme Personality of Godhead himself, underwent a series of tribulations because he accepted a wife, Mother Sita. Lord Ramachandra underwent this austerity, and of course, only to instruct us. Actually, he never has any reason to lament for anything. Another aspect of Lord's instruction is that one who accepts a wife must be a faithful husband and give her full protection. Hmm. Human society is divided into classes of men. Those who strictly follow the religious principles and those who are devotees. By, this by his personal example, Lord Ramachandra wanted to instruct both of them how to fully adopt the discipline of religious system and how to be a beloved and dutiful husband. And otherwise, he has no reason to undergo apparent tribulations, apparent tribulations, sorry. One who strictly follows religious principle must not neglect to provide all the facilities for the complete protection of his wife. There must be some suffering because of this, but, no, but one must nevertheless endure it. That is the duty of a faithful husband. By his personal example, Lord Ramachandra demonstrated this duty. Lord Ramachandra could have produced hundreds of thousands of sitas from his pleasure energy, but just to show the duty of a faithful husband, he not only rescued Sita from the hands of Ravana, but also killed Ravana and all the members of his family. Another aspect of the teachings of Lord Ramachandra is that although Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and his devotees may apparently suffer from material tribulations, 
They have nothing to do with such tribulations. They are mukta purushas, liberated persons under all circumstances. It is therefore said in the Chaitanya Bhavata, Jata deha Vaishnavera via Sahara Dukha Nishchaya Janiha Tataha Paramananda Sukha A Vaishnava is always firmly situated in transcendental bliss because of engaging in devotional service. Although he may appear to suffer many pains, his position is called transcendental bliss in separation, vivaha. The emotions all over and below fields when separated from one another are actually very blissful. Although apparently painful, therefore the separation of Lord Ramachandra from Sita Devi, as well as the consequent tribulation they suffer is but another display of transcendental bliss. That is the opinion of Srila Vishwanatra Chakravarti Thakur. Wow. It's a lot of points in this text. Onangyanati Mirandasya, Gyanangyana Salakaya, Chakshuramitanjenata Smaisri Gurave Namaha, Mukankaroti Vachalam, Fangong Rangajate Kirim, Jatkripata Mahambande, Sri Guru Dinatarinam, Paramananda Vardhanam, Sri Chaitanya Ishwaram, Namom Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prestaya Bhutale, Sri Mate Bhaktivedanta Swami Itinamine, Namaste Saraswati Deve, Goravani Pracharine, Nirvisesha Sunjavadi, Paschatia de Satarine, Banchagalpa Taruviascha, Kripa Sinduvia Evacha, Patitanampa Vanevio, Vaishnavivio Namonama. Yaesi Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Sri Advaita Gadadhara Srivas Adi Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare um, That's it. <coughs> Hare Krishna Thank you for this opportunity to uh, present Vavadan class and also opportunity for my process of purification. It's talking about Vavadan and speaking on Vavadan topics. It's actually a, a process of purification for all of us and what to say about specific topics like Krishna's incarnation activities, his forms, his lilas. So in this point, this part of the Bhavatam, uh, as a continuation of different sets of prayers that different devotees from different varshas are offering, offering to the Lord. 
also different incarnations of those specific ones according their uh, personal circumstances. In this case, we have the inhabitants of King Purusha, headed by Arist Aristas and Hanuman, offer those prayers to the Lord, these beautiful prayers, specifically to Lord Ramachandra. Before in previous classes, we, uh, we were also analyzing how uh, the Lord is taking different forms, <clears throat> different incarnations, and he said that the Lord take a form in each different species of life. We know that we have a 1,400,000 different species of life that are described in Bhagavatam. And the Lord take birth in, well, take incarnations or forms in these different species. Uh, there are six categories. <clears throat> and described, for example, and the Lord take form in the uh, non-moving and moving uh, beings, and uh, four-legged beings, aquatic human beings, and as a, for example, insects as well. Uh, <clears throat> non-moving beings, we have, uh, uh, for example, trees like a Daru Brahman tree. So that's a beautiful way to understand. The connection with Lord Jagannath uh, is said that it's a very special and sacred tree that uh, Lord Brahma, or the good, that the Lord Jagannath is made of. It's Krishna himself. So Daru Brahma is a form of the Lord. That, And also we have <clears throat> no moving uh, Giriraj. No, personally, I'm very fond of Giriraj. It's another form of no moving a form of life that the Lord is taking form. And so we have in aquatics, uh, Matsya, the four-legged entities, we have Varahadev, the great form of Lord Varaha. And as a human being, we have <clears throat> this case, Lord Ramachandra. So now we are talking about, well, we are, this part is more clearly uh, described by Srila Prabhupada in his, form, in his purpose that the mission and the purpose of the appearance of Lord Ramachandra as not just that is in relation to Srimad Bhagavad Gita that when Krishna appears is to set, destroy the demons and also protect his devotees but it's not just a protection but it's also setting the principles for how we can um, uplift our consciousness, especially for those who are devotees. And the Lord set the example, not just with his teachings, but also his own activities. For that reason, Lord Ram is described as Mariama Purushottama, in the, on the way that he display different behaviors, that are exemplary behavior for all of us to follow. Um, this topic, especially about the relationship of wife and husband, and personally I have not much experience, so I apologize with you all, I'm not able to talk much about it. But in general, Prabhupada explained that um, 
married life is a source of tribulations. Actually, all different barrenness or different style of life is, is part of experience different uh, miseries. Not just because being married, because all of us, we are subject to the influence of the three miseries, our own body, own mind, the other living entities, and also the nature. So, Adiyatmika Klesha, Adivotika Klesha, Adidaivika Klesha. So, it's all of us, we experience this spice of being in a specific ashram. So, it's part of this life experience that we have to oh, undergo two different tribulations in order to purify our consciousness, understanding or correcting our thought process in a way that we can eventually reacquire our original consciousness, our, conditional under- our original understanding who we are. So there's a different experience in life to make us to understand that we don't have anything to do with things in this material world. Uh, we are spiritual souls. So it's a learning experience for all of us in that, in that regard. So, but I thought part of this class we can talk more about some aspect of Laura Machandra's pastimes that can help us to uh, perhaps get inspiration in the performance of our devotional service. And especially the character and uh, activities and personality of Laura Machandra's servants, uh, in this case Hanuman. Um, because all of us, we are trying to perform devotional service. And it's important also to understand that the mood of the, the attitude of the, the one who is performing devotional service has to be aligned with the purpose, with the mission. And Hanuman is a nice, a good example of that. So if you allow me, we can touch some points about uh, Hanuman uh, teachings and the performance of his pastimes and activities. Just some touch uh, because on Monday, if I'm not wrong, uh, nicely Sukadev Goswami, uh, Sukadev Prabhu uh, narrated the pastimes of, and life of Hanuman. So I just touched some points so that we can share some reflections about it. But again, like the existence of the activities of Hanuman are not independent from his master. So I thought if we can describe a little bit how the Shastras um, describe Lord Ram, the beauty of Lord Ram, and especially in Ramayan, uh, it's nicely, Balmiki Ramayan, it's nice points how Lord Ram is, has been described. It said that the beauty of Ram, it's 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 compared like um, all of his uh, his his um, feature, his personality is full of goodness, and his body is like a Gandharva, the best of the Gandharvas, 
and his face is more effulgent of the like the moon more than the moon um also he said that um uh, another point of the beauty of ram is that he walks like a mad elephant so I was trying to imagine how is that you know, because this is a description how Dasaret, he uh, was observing how he sees Lord Ram. Like Dasaret, also Lakshman. And when uh, Lord Ram was uh, going to exile, uh, Sumitra, the mother of Lakshman, gave Lakshman one in- important in- instruction that is more related to this the beauty of Lord Ram. Sumitra, her understanding about the uh, purpose of life of her son, Lakshman, is to serve Ram. So for her, when she gave the instruction to, La- to Lakshman, she said, you, your, the, life, or the purpose of your life is to serve Ram and do your service and do not harm Ram in your service. So how was that or how is possible that she can say that to Lakshman, do not harm Laksh- uh, Ram? Uh, because for Sumitra, she understood that uh, Lakshman, as well as Dasara, they were very much uh, attracted to the beauty of Lord Ram. So by contemplating Ro- Lord Ram, it's such, uh, the absorption is such that that it's difficult to perform services in that in that mood because it's so absurd, or your mind. So you <clears throat> you get the that you can't perform service in that way. Is that Sumitra <clears throat> instruct Lakshman, do not harm Ram. For that you have to go ahead. You have to go in front because if you walk to the size of the Lord you will be more absorbed contemplating the beauty of the Lord. So you have to walk in front so in order to prepare the path where Lord Ram will walk. So remove the stones, the thorns, all those stuff. That, so preparing for Lord Ram. So that's a quite interesting point uh, that I consider that it would be nice for us also to get inspired from about the beauty of the Lord. Another interesting point, for example, is that uh, for Hanuman to learn about to be an ideal servant, he has to learn from the original servant, who is the original servant. So we know that Krishna himself takes that position, the servant of God. The servitor God is Lord Balaram. And in the past time of Lord Ramachandra is Lakshman himself. So Lakshman displayed the service, the ideal service attitude that Hanuman learned from. So for example, when it's described that uh, when they were in the forest, in the Panchavati forest, when they arrive after the exile, after Lord Ram and Sita and Lakshman went 
for for in the forest for 14 years. Um, it said that uh, in Panchavati forest that was everything was beautiful and Lord Ram instructed uh, Lakshman please uh, build a hut a house for us. So you can choose any place where where do you like whatever you like it will be fine. And for Han, for Lakshman was a shock. He he couldn't he couldn't uh, understand that. She couldn't react because she said, "Please do not give me independence. I don't want uh, to to do things based on my desire." Because um, the nature, the source of my desire of my happiness is your pleasure. So. The purpose of my life is to please you. In that way, I can have happiness. By giving me you the independence to choose, you are, in one sense, suggesting that I have independent desires other than yours. And that is not the life. My purpose of my life is to please you. So in that sense, do not give me independence. But if I have, if you can give me freedom... I would like to have the freedom to obey you. So it's quite important that as, that attitude that Lord Lakshman uh, expressed to Lord Ram. In that, after that, Lord Ram he felt uh, happy and embraced us Lakshman, and he himself chose the spot where the house should be built. So Lakshman did it. He built a very beautiful house where it has different rooms. He said that the room that he, the, the house has room for meetings where Lord Ram can meet the sages. It has a, another room where the Lord Ram can perform um, worship. Another private room where Ram can be with Sita. So so it was so nicely decorated with lotuses, and uh, after the house, after after Ram seeing the the house, he expressed to Han to Lakshman, "Wow, it's so beautiful! Um, where did you learn this art? We all went to the same Gurukula, and I don't know how to build a house. Where did you learn these uh, skills from?" And Lord, Ramach- Lord Lakshman, Lakshman replied, his answer was, well, yes, we were to in, in the same Gurukula, but I acquired all the knowledge uh, according my nature. I'm, I acquired all the skills proper of a servant, and you acquired all the skills proper of a master. So that reveal his natural uh, identity, how Lakshman sees himself, and how also he oriented his uh, activities based in how he identified you know, his hankara, I'm servant, so I'll, perf- I'll learn the skills that is proper to my nature. And at, at the same time, when Lord Ram, appreciating his work, his service about the house, Lord Ram said, well, my dear brother Lakshman, you have 
you are Babagya, Babagya, Kritagya, and Dharmagya. It means that Babagya uh, uh, is that Lord Lakshman. He knew the desire of others, especially Lord Ram, and based on that, he was able to deal according those desires in a proper manner. He knew that he was able to understand the needs and desires of others, and that connection, he has that knowledge, that ability to relate with others based on that understanding. And also he has, he was Kritagya, he has knowledge and skills to perform any activities that he was given to, as an instruction, as a service, but he was doing in a, a very a qualified manner, very exalted, not just standard doing, give the, the job done, but very in superlative form, very exalted way. And he was Dharmagya because he knew his Dharma, the what things to be done at the proper time. And uh, that was revealed, for example, when um, it said that uh, the house um, uh, was having different rooms, but Lakshman didn't build a room for himself where he can rest. Because for Lakshman, no need of resting. He was awake for 14 years. And in Ramayana is described that the beauty of Lakshman in that way when he said that there is no lotus flower that can, is, can blossom for 24 hours and, and that lotus, that blossom is unique. That is the way how it's described the beauty of the eyes of Lord Lakshman. Because his lotus eyes, lotus eyes, lotus-like eyes were open 24 hours just with the purpose to serve Lord Ram. And he didn't take rest. He didn't even take care of his own food and things like that because his main purpose is to serve Ram, to be safeguard and guarding Lord Ram and Mother Sita as well, not Ram, Sita Ram. That's another point. And also, uh, that's Lakshman. So if we now talk about Hanuman, that uh, quite interested, interesting aspect that when, for example, Hanuman was trying to learn or having he went he tried to to enroll in Surya's school Lord Surya Sangat he tried to enroll for academic teachings or learning process there but unfortunately all the seats were already occupied so it wasn't a room a place for Hanuman but to for Hanuman, it wasn't that a problem, but to show his determination and dedication and his purpose of studying, he also underwent different difficulties. Like he was flying a 
close to the chariot of Lord uh, Surya. And also he was, in order to see his guru, he was flying uh, backwards. It's, uh, and also memorizing everything. Uh, just uh, He wasn't uh, repeating the lesson. Everything was uh, very fast learner. Uh, and also, but he was very grateful with um, Lord Surya, and he was after completing his study. He wanted to give a guru dakshina as a part of the Vaishnava culture, of Vedic culture. And so he asked Surya, "What should I do? How can I please you? What dakshina can I give it to you?" Surya express well actually I just want you to do one thing I have my son that is Sugriva but Sugriva has some difficulties so if you want to please me you want to give me something you have to serve him so he said that Sugriva has a well some limitations he has Qualities that wasn't, <laughs> Hanuman was excelled in all the qualities of Sugriva, but because of his commitment and gratitude, Hanuman accepted to serve Sugriva, even though that his qualifications were superior than Sugriva, and he accepted that position to please his guru. So the mood Oh, the service attitude is quite important in this case. It doesn't matter if you, your master is not qualified or your skills are excelled in your master. The idea of service, the submission, the attitude that Hanuman showed, it's also uh, blessings. So it's something that we all need to perhaps Consider in our interaction sometimes when we we have done some encounters or criticize the tendency to con- criticize or compare in our interaction with devotees. Uh, sometimes we can uh, compare our skills and consider I, I can do this or not without understanding the purpose of the service itself or what is the aim. So those kind of external considerations can be detrimental in the performance of our service. So that's another point. Um, um, okay. In my notes, we have some, for example, Hanuman. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, when Lord Ram met Hanuman for first time. It's a very beautiful point. As well, when Hanuman was this guy, and Lord Ram recognized the necklace that he was wearing. Hanuman was this guy as a beggar, as Sanjasi who was begging. And But when he saw Lord Ram and Lakshman, all his... Uh, Bones, the members of his, his limbs were trembling, and he wasn't able to control that. And uh, he remembers also some blessings that he got before Lord Ram, Lord Lak, 
pardon me, it's Brahma who gave him a necklace that it was invisible for the eyes of the others. The only the master of Ram or Hanuman would be able to identify that necklace. So in that way, when Lord Ram saw the necklace that Hanuman was having on his chest, so Ram, Lakshman understood that Ram is my master based in the blessings of uh, Bar, uh, Brahma, Brahma. But more than that, it's the way how Hanuman was describing the loving exchanges that happened at that time. Hanuman was glorifying Lord Ram, his beauty, and trying also to understand who was Ram and Lakshman. The way how he spoke, Lakshman, Ram was talking with Lakshman about, uh, for, uh, the, it's very rare that a Sanyas is begging in the forest, first of all, because nobody is around, so what a, big, a Sanyas begging in the forest can get from a place where not many people are around. And second is he's talking too much to be a sanyas, so that it was quite suspicious. Who is this person? And Ram, he said, oh, this can be a demon in this guy or a very good messenger. So that was quite interesting point that this, it was revealing the character of um, Hanuman. But... Uh, uh, also, for example, is described that um, when Hanuman introduced himself to Ram and Lakshman, he said, I'm the servant of Sugriv. So from that point onwards, Lord Ram, like a, he took some distance of, uh, from Hanuman. And uh, Hanuman was surprised oh, what I did wrong, why these changes in the attitude. Originally, in the beginning, Lord Ram was more interacting with me, and now what I said, what I did wrong, that now the Lord is taking distance from me. So he couldn't understand. But after, when Lord uh, Lakshman talked with Hanuman, he introduced himself, uh, Lakshman, and he said, well, this is Ram, the, the, the son of Dasarat, the, the elder son of Dasarat, the king of Ajodhya. Um, for the people, for people in the world, I'm his brother. I'm called, or Ram called me his brother just out of his grace. But for me, I'm his menial servant. So in that moment, at that moment, is that Hanuman understood his mistake, also called mistake, he, what he did wrong. He understood what should be his identity and servant of Ram. So from then onwards is that Hanuman start, started to follow the example of Lakshman and introduce himself and the servant of Ram. And uh, also another point, interesting point, is when um, Hanuman was given the ring to give to in the process of searching Sita Devi, 
Ram gave him his ring to Hanuman. At that time, Lord Ram has the name of Hanuman Prashak, the one who is sending Hanuman as a messenger. So Hanuman got the ring, and he, when he started, he tied it safely, and he thought, well, because the Lord is giving this ring to me, not to others, so it must reach the, the destination. I must find Sita for that reason. This is an assurance that the Lord is giving me. And he took it that very seriously. And uh, well, when we also hear that uh, when they were trying to find Sita in, the, in his team, uh, Jambavan was the one who guide Ram, uh, Hanuman to perform the, that Herculean task to jump over the sea. To uh, Jambavan help him to recognize what to, the awareness of his prowess, his um, abilities. And in that at that time, when he he awakened, oh, who I am! I have these skills, these powers. Yes, I can do it. He didn't jump. Uh, over the sea because I'm, I have confidence, I have all these powers. He did it very in, in a way that he reveals his mood. Yes, I have this power, this ability, but more than that, I have the mission. The Lord gave me this mission, and when he jumped, he just said, Jai Siram. And it's the way how he perform, utilize his activities, uh, his, his skills, performing all his abilities, and not because I'm confident of that, it's because these skills has a purpose, to please the Lord. So that was his motivation. Uh, then, for example, Lord Ram, one of the uh, qualities that glorify Hanuman, uh, well, he has many, han- many qualities, but um, one of them that Lord Ram uh, glorifies his sensitivity. He said that Hanuman, uh, before uh, he was of course very intelligent, but uh, when he was trying to perform his activities, he was more <clears throat> aware of what others also can can need, what is the needs of others. It's not just my enthusiasm to do my service in the best way possible. It's also how that will influence to others. He was very much aware of that. He said when he found Sita in the, for, in the Asokavan forest, uh, well, he said, well, Sita, he was so excited, so happy, he was about to jump in front of her and say, oh, Sita, I'm the messenger, uh, Ram sent me to you, or something. He was about to do that, but he stopped. That, so, that excitement that he was having, he has to control, and he said, what happened if I jump, and if I just present myself in front of her, she will, she, she's now in anxiety, she can get confused, because many uh, Ravana employed, uh, did many tricks to uh, to cheat her, and she can think that I'm also another uh, Rakshasa. Or she can misunderstand. 
if I if I'm so excited, perhaps she will have some uh, heart attack. It's a lot of impressions for her. So how can I approach in a, in a way that she can trust me? Because in this forest, she doesn't know anybody. And if I come here, how can I prove her that I'm a I'm her well wisher. I'm a her servant, and the messenger for Ram. So she, he thought for a while, and he just he became very tiny, and he just sat in a branch of the tree where Sita was there. And the way how he um, games Sita's trust was by narrating past the pastimes of Lord Ram narrating Ramayan to her. So in that way, Sita not just um, get, uh, got the, the, um, the satisfaction to, to know that somebody is there for her protection, but the, also the satisfaction and the pleasure of hearing about Lord Ram, his, that is so dear for her. So the solace from her heart came from hearing about the pastimes of the Lord. And that was very um, inspiring and pleasing for Sita when she met uh, personally Hanuman. So she was about to give him a lot of boons. She gave him five main boons. Oh, she was giving her uh, him Hanuman boons, and he said, uh, "You will have all the strength, immortality. You will live." Uh, uh, for long, sorry, and another is what five main bruns and Hanuman was re- re- um, very quiet while Sita was giving the bruns, but then when Sita was about to, she was giving the sixth uh, boon, uh, Hanuman started talking, and he said, Sita was like surprised. Why? What happened? Why he was silent and now he's he's talking. And Hanuman said, well, when you were giving me the five, five first boons, were like uh, the five elements of the creation. So and I, I was in the process of rebirth. I, so but when you gave me the sixth boon, it's like a life, the, the earth, life earth in the body. So what was that sixth boon that Sita was giving to Hanuman? Sita said, May Lord Ram love you always. When Sita said that, Hanuman was so excited. That was the life, of the earth life for him. So that he remembered that when after, uh, for example, going back to uh, to Ram to give the news that he uh, found Sita. Han- uh, Hanuman was so excited, so excited that it was uh, he was about to sh- to to shout, I, "I found Sita! I found Sita!" But again, the sensitivity sensitivity of, uh, of Hanuman was, if I said I found Sita, it's like I it's. Putting I first is, is not appropriate. My goal is to give relief, give uh, happiness to my Lord. So if I say first my Lord, what is more important for my Lord is to know that I've, 
I found Sita. Sita was found. So his grammatical, he, he's very eloquent. Hanuman is very eloquent. His skills, his communication skills are impressive. So, but at that time, he, he decided to change about grammatical grammar rules when he expressed, he said, more important is to convey the essence. What is the essence? Sita was found. So he said, found Sita I. That was the structure of his sentence. Why? Grammatically is wrong. Should I found Sita, that is. But no, found Sita I. The main point is Sita was found. So found Sita I as a servant, the last. So that's also another very important point to, for a servant, the attitude of a servant. The more important point is the pleasure of the master. What is more important? And Hanuman uh, it was even without hesitation, he can break the rules in order to be a stick to that point, the pleasure of the master. And then when he met the Lord Ram, and Lord Ram was so happy, and uh, he asked, well, what did you do? What did, uh, so Hanuman was narrating everything, what happened, how she found Sita. And also he said, well, narrate about how he burned Lanka. And so how is that? So Ram, when he heard that Hanuman burned Lanka, was like a surprise and like a very serious. And then he asked uh, Hanuman, why did you burn Lanka? I just sent you as a messenger. You passed the message. What is the need to burn Lanka? And the answer of Hanuman was, because you want it. So Ram was surprised. How can I want that? how, How do you know that? I wasn't even there. How How you can say that? So Hanuman said, well, actually, um, when I met Sita, when I was in the tree, I heard one Rakshasi telling Sita that she got a dream. Her dream was that one banana was burning uh, Lanka. I was thinking, maybe this is what my Lord wants, because uh, I didn't... Um, I didn't consider that initially, but when I heard the voice of this uh, from this lady, what she was saying, so I thought maybe my Lord is talking through her. So in order to have uh, certainty, what should I do? I decided to pray. So and I say, okay, let's let's analyze the circumstance. So at that time, after completing his mission with Sita, his conversation with Sita and all, all those stuff, so Hanuman said that he decided to allow Indrajit to tie him with the Brahma passion. And then when uh, he was captured, he saw that uh, Ravana ordained to burn the tail of Hanuman. But he was wondering, well, Hanum, uh, Ravana can uh, order to cut my uh, um, limbs or even kill me, but 
why to burn my tail? And Ravana organized everything, bring the uh, um, clothes, bring all the ingredients for burning my tail. So I, this, I thought, oh, well, these are the ingredients that the Lord are providing me for do this burning as a lanka. So I'm not doing anything. Because his idea was, or his understanding was, well, if the Lord present me an option, a circumstance where I have no other option to choose, because if we have a variety of options, we can choose this, this, according to our criteria. So we can consider this our desire more than the Lord. But for his understanding was, if I'm in this circumstance where I have no other choice, it's, it's, on, it's the Lord's decision, it's the Lord's will. So it's my Lord's will that I have to do this. He is providing the ingredients. So the only thing that I have to do is just do this, burning um, a lanka, because the Lord are providing all the ingredients. So in that way, it was uh, how he started burning on Lanka and all the disasters, all the uh, this that the experience of uh, the residents, all the civilization, all the people, the citizens in Lanka were affected. And when Ram heard that from Hanuman, was so pleased because he understood the mood of the Lord. But at least that connection, sorry, is the connection that the Hanuman has understanding the will, the circumstance as a Lord's direct uh, will. It's not his own desire. It's not my preference. So at that time, um, Lord Ram embraced Hanuman, and Hanuman was so happy that for him the embrace of Lord Ram was... uh, his um, the loving exchange was something that the the culmination the epitome of his the uh, successful of his life success of his life and in that moment is he remembers that because sita's mother sita's blessings he got that opportunity uh, because mother sita gave him this gift so and for him was, yes, and I'm the son of Sita and Ram. This is the goal of my life, his identity. And all his uh, activities were uh, inspired in that interaction that the Lord has with Hanuman. But also one important point was that, uh, that I personally considered inspiring is when Hanuman uh, was paying obeisances to the Lord, uh, he was touching the Lord's feet, Lord Ram's feet. Uh, Lord Ram was so pleased with him that he, Lord Ram wanted to, uh, to touch his shoulder in order to lift him up. But Lord Ram, Hanuman said, allow me to stay in this position, my Lord, because I have the shelter of your feet and I can be having the shelter of your feet, but at the same time, you are touching my shoulder that gives me assurance, your blessings. So 
is the perfect position for me. The shelter of your feet and the assurance of your hands on my shoulder. And another beautiful point of the character and the service, servitorship mood of Hanuman. Um, as, as well like Hanuman, I consider also very important point to touch in order to be quick about Jatayu. Um, I, I was discussing this with Priyamada because she is very kindly sharing her realizations on Ramayana with me. Also, we discuss a lot of philosophy, philosophy and points. But uh, Jatayu, for example, <clears throat> as a previous class also, we heard that uh, he failed in his uh, attempt to protect Sita when Ravana was uh, kidnapping her. He said that in Ramayana is describing that uh, Jatayu was an old birth. Just, uh, he was very old, and in that way, it was a big weak. So Jatayu knew that uh, he cannot um, fight and be successful if he fight Ravana, for example, because, again, his limitations. But he was trying to protect Sita. In his attempt, Sita gave him one instruction. Sita said, don't worry, don't try to fight with him because you, sorry, you are old, but please give this message to Ram. Tell him that I'm being kidnapped by Ravana. Please, you have to give this message. So for him was the, the goal of his life, this moment is just to keep or convey this message to Ram. I have to pass this message. So, but it's not just that. I have to do something else, he said. Yatayu was trying to fight uh, Ravana because he has a purpose. And, uh, during that, he said that um, he knew that he was weak, but it was a muhurta during that time that he said that if you lose something during this muhurta, the possibility to find that, it's none. So what was the purpose of Jatayu fighting with Ravana is that to delay the muhurta, to delay Ravana in a way that the muhurta can pass and then the next muhurta, it's different effect. So... He was sacrificing his life, his wings were cut, but uh, the purpose is that in that way, I will facilitate that Ram would be able to find Sita. So that attitude, it's not just, uh, well, it said that Jatayu didn't remain just in one specific service, so his question was, what else I can do? What else? It's not just limited myself to this task. What else? What, what more I can do? So then, when Jatayu was lying down on the beach, all black around, he uh, said that uh, Lord Ram and Lakshman, in the, when they were searching for Sita, they found Jatayu. But in the beginning, they saw 
a big bird like that, and it, it wasn't nice um, thing to look at. And they thought this demon, or Ram said, this demon ate Sita, and all her blood is around. And now he's just lie down after eating Sita. So Ram was very desperate, and he said, "This a demon." And he even shot a, 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 a arrow. And then, but for Jatayun, he, he didn't care what the Lord said. No, this is a demon. For him was more. I have to give my message. My Lord is there. So when. Ram and Lakshman heard very soft words said, very touching to me, it's Ayushman, that word that I won't forget. <laughs> it's Ayushman. That is a blessing that means uh, may you live long. And that was like a shocking for Lord Ram because he was expecting a demon and that, that demons, they don't bless. And uh, Lord Ram was then approaching more because he's blessing us. And they, they, they approached to Jatayu and then they recognized him and say, Oh, Jatayu, my father's friend. And they, they recognized him and Jatayu was about to die. So he passed the message. He said that Sita was kidnapped by Ravan and it is happening. He started narrating what's happened, what happened. So Lord Ram was very sorry. He was uh, in pain to hear how his devotee sacrificed himself and uh, hearing that how, uh, for example, Jatayu was fighting despite knowing that he won't be able to face proportionally to, Ram, to Ravana or win, no options of winning, but he did it for protecting Ram and Sita. So then he, he died. And, but then at that time, it's described that Lord Ram, he performed all the rites, the funeral rites for Jatayu as son did for his father. So that was very important, the loving exchange. It said that long, long, uh, before, when Dasarath was uh, fighting with, uh, it was Sunny, because uh, at that time Dasarath Mara was in, in, her, in his land, were experiencing some uh, draw, no water, and so he was trying to, to find a solution for that problem in his city. He said that because Sunny was looking at his kingdom, that for that reason no rains were in auspiciousness. So Dasara was trying to fight and protect his citizens in that way, but he wasn't successful. And when he was trying to again fight with, uh, with uh, Sunny, he fought because Sunny was also very is powerful. So Dasara was uh, falling from his chariot, and Jatayu, big bird, helped him. And also, not just helped him in his falling uh, um, circumstance, but also he helped him to again trying to 
fight sunny and sunny to uh, when he see he saw his determination he drove uh, withdraw his uh, influence under about his uh, the citizens of uh, it was a jodi at that time dasara's kingdom and so in that way uh, dasara was very pleased with uh, jatayu and he said please ask me anything so jatayu asked him please the only thing that i can i can ask you is that if you can give me your son i want to have your son that's at at that time he didn't have any son so he said no problem perhaps in this way given tarit in that way i'll have a son eventually that also a hope for him uh, in that way for example is that uh, how lord rana performing the funeral rites for jatayu it was like a fulfillment of that uh, blessings of that booms that jatayu got before from dasarat but even comparing for example dasarat he didn't have he didn't have the opportunity that the lord ram performed his funeral funeral rites because he passed away while lord was in exile so but jatayu got that benefit that the fortune of lord ram uh, performed that ceremony for him um so it's quite important the, the service attitude that i personally consider externally jatayu can be can fail, it can be seen as a, he failed in his um, service to protect sita but if we see the intricacies of the pastime he was successful because he went beyond and how the lord reciprocate to him this on those small points that i wanted to share with you um besides the time is over now class so i wanted to thanks to you all for your attention and this opportunity because talking about the lord and his devotees is purifying he said that uh, in in Bhavatan, sorry, in the ninth canto when Sukadev Goswami is describing the pastime of Lord Ramachandra, at the end he gives some blessings. And the blessing is whoever listens the pastimes of Lord Ramachandra will be free from envy. So hoping that eventually we all get the benefit because we listen the pastimes of Lord Ram and now his pure devotees our heart can get purified from envy so i'm grateful to you all thank you so much any questions comments yes bro Yeah. Yeah, I'll repeat the question please bro.
That's a beautiful question. The question probably said when Hanuman uh, mentioned uh, found Sita I, and uh, he he was displaying that um, uh, humbleness. And the question specifically is how we can uh, overcome that sense of achievement that sometimes blocked our the the mood of our service. Yeah. Because sometimes we say, I did that, I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and again, it is uh, something that personally uh, I found this pastime very insightful in the sense that to help us to keep in mind always what is the purpose of our activities. It's not just I, I managed to do this or, or self-satisfaction. Uh, uh, so the vote is... The idea is, again, we are the servants. So the pleasure of the master, Krishna, is the goal. If we keep remembering that, keep in mind that, it will give also the inspiration to pre- preserve us from those wits, those contaminations, and that can be a, a foster in association of advanced devotees who also cultivate those, that mood, and by hearing this as well, no? those pastimes is another insight for us, motivation, inspiration, how we can um, eventually develop that attitude. Require a lot of uh, uh, purification in the heart, understanding who actually we are, no? and what is the goal. It's not my self-satisfaction. The satisfaction is the Lord's ple- uh, pleasure, that's the goal. Like Lord Ram, he said, when you are giving me, I don't want independence, he said. If you give me the independence to do things according to my pleasure, it's no point for my life, Lord Lakshman said. He said, my life, the mission of my life is to please you. So your pleasure is my pleasure. So when we have that sense of achievement, it's because it's independence and looking, searching for our pleasure. Yeah? So, but like Lord Lakshman, he said, your happiness, your pleasure is my pleasure. That is the purpose of my life. Let's pray to Lord Nityananda, Lord Balaran Lakshman for developing that mood. Eventually, one day we will do it. Let's pray and helping each other, helping each other. He said, for example, when Ram chose to um, support Sugriva um, instead Bali, because Lord Ram was in his searching process for to find Sita, he has to find some alliance who can help him. So he thought he saw Bali, he saw Sugriva, but why he chose Sugriva? There are four reasons why uh, Lord Ram chose Sugriva. He chose the weakness of so-called weakness of Sugriva as a favor. Of the, sorry, the, um, he he selected four um, strengths of, Han, of Sugriva for that. What are those strengths? One is that he has Hanuman. Sugriva has a Hanuman as his advisor, minister, and so Hanuman, very wise and pure devotee. 
Second is that um, uh, Sugriva was sim- uh, has simplicity. What happened is that uh, Sugriva's character, he wasn't pride. He, does, he didn't have pride. He was humble in, in, in a way that he acknowledged his weaknesses. So it was simple in that way. Because he acknowledged his weaknesses, he was able to receive also uh, inspiration from others, guidance. And he was the spark of Surya, in the sense he can, again, receive inspiration from others. He was able to appreciate others. That is Sugriva. And he more, the fourth uh, strength, the most important, he said that um, life was... Um, during his life experience, Sugriva received a lot of um, uh, suffering, um, uh, so-called bad experience, traumas, that made him to be humble and um, cleanse his heart. That very important, the lifetime, the purification that we have in our li- during our lifespan, difficulties, that make us to be more humble. That was one of the strengths that Sugriva has compared to Bali. That Bali was more like a proud and um, he was like authoritarian. My will, my will, my way, my, the only way, you know, something like that. Also, he was sensual. He wanted to enjoy more. And uh, life didn't give him more uh, much cleansing effects on his heart. So in that way, how important. I, I found quite interesting that point, how Laurent was analyzing the situations of Sugriva and, and Valley and what was more important for Laurent to select Sugriva, his uh, um, alliance for the, proce- um, the process of searching Sita. Did that answer your question, Prabhu? Thank you. Grant? Yes, Prabhu. If you say in this, I found Sita, that's correct. But I don't think Hanuman spoke to Rama in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the principle uh, apply. You are right. Yeah, you are right. In any language, probably grammatically, it's different, but the principle apply. The, the focus was the satisfaction of my Lord first. That, the satisfaction of my Lord is important. What will give a relief or happiness to my Lord? So that is the principle that Hanuman utilized when he used those uh, break the grammatical rules in his communication. Yeah. Thank you for that, Pro. Thank you. Gantarasri Madhvartanki, Jai Shila Prabhupada, Jai Sri Ramachandra, Jai Jai 